Hi guys, I just want to tell you about um, this app called Anchor. It's a really fun app that, you know, you can make your own podcast, get ideas down, and um, get them out to the world, actually. And I really enjoy the app. I've been using it. Um, I'm a new, you know, user, and I actually find it really easy to maneuver and operate. So I just want to let you guys know about Anchor. It's really just in, you know, a good place to be to uh, get ideas and, and things out of your head onto a recording. I hope you like it. Hi, guys. It is um, October 20th, um, 2020 at 1.41 p.m. I'm coming uh, to you guys to talk about um, codependency. So the topic of the day is codependency. So let's break down the word of codependency. You're being um, dependent upon someone. Um, you kind of need them for every little detail, every little thing you do. You need them to um, confirm your fears. Um, you need them, to, you just need them. It's like a, you know, like a Siamese twin. <laughs> That's what codependency is, a Siamese twin. Um, and most codependency issues um, are learned behavior. Um, it kind of really goes deep with codependency. Um, um, so deep that sometimes it goes back to your childhood. Because if you think about it, you automatically need to be dependent on your mother and father. But we really don't think about how much um, codependency will come with that. Um, an example of that is a mama's boy or something like that. So that person is so dependent on their mother to even live a life that they can't do it by themselves and be independent. Um, it's really toxic in relationships um, because it kind of is like the Libra scale. The scale just tilts back and forth. Um, because honestly, when you're codependent, you're never going to be satisfied. That's what makes it toxic. Um, and it feels like everything you do or feel this person has to be with you or around you. Um, and that's what makes it toxic. It becomes draining. Um, you really start setting yourself up for a lot of letdowns. Um, because now your expectations are, are too high for this person. And um, you basically need them to survive. You know, but as far as co, you know, co means bringing something together. You can cohabitate, co-create, you know, it's just something you bring together. Um, so the positive side of being codependent is that you're having a partner that is there for you. Uh, the Where the codependency line should draw is I you shouldn't be codependent on your partner unless it's something detrimental or um, just for emotional support. Um and 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 I when I say emotional support because if you're in a relationship and you're feeling emotionally blindsided or whatever the case may be, you want to turn back to your partner and um have them reassure you um that you know that that is that is not the way you see it. Um so it's like um 
mostly codependency will control your emotions. So being codependent on somebody will make you feel happy, sad, mad, all types of things. And that's what also makes it toxic because now you need this person to feel happy. Uh, this person can make you sad at the drop of a dime. They are having a stick shift on your emotions. How to break out of codependency is really just um, finding your own independence. Separating the two and stepping out on your own uh, without excluding nobody, without letting the ego get involved. And showing yourself that you do got what it takes to stand on your own. And that's why a lot of people won't leave um, toxic relationships too when they are physical or whatever is because now they became codependent on this person. So that's why codependency can be a toxic thing. Um, the best thing as far as a relationship is to separate codependency's issues. Um, because now you're like attached at the hip. You become a annoying little brother or sister. I need you, I need you, I need you. You become needy. All these things come into it. So that's something that um, I still need to work on, uh, my codependent issues. That is actually a hard one to break. Um, Honestly, I think you just need somebody that really understands you and has your back and um, sees it for what it is and not for what it was. And honestly, that person don't need to do anything to help you break the habit because it's like a bad habit it's really is like okay I don't need to be dependent on this person to feel happy I don't need to be dependent on this person to start my day and that's not in a bad way you're still going to communicate you're still going to go about your day um, talking to this person you know what I'm saying but now you're not in a position where every, you're hanging on to every word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you feel a certain type of way. You're very sensitive. And that's one thing I noticed. When you are sensitive to certain things in certain conversations, that's when you know you are codependent. If everything that person says makes you very sensitive, and we're not talking about anger. Just sensitive. You get your feelings hurt easily. Easily, You feel some type of way. It rubs you the same way. You feel like it's shade. Uh, well, and at the end of the day, it usually is a, a bit of paranoia mixed up in with that because you've so invested into this person that you can't even see yourself. So you don't want to become so invested into a person and codependent where you don't see yourself. And it's okay to be one. It's okay to come together. But when you come together, you want to have two separate lives merged together. Two separate identities. You don't want to come from a place where it's all about you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where it will stem from. Codependency issues. Whether I make it about you or whether I make it about me. You know what I'm saying? It's We have to be mindful of the things that we put out in the universe, the things that we say to people, and how we make people feel. Because these that type of issue runs deep. Like I said, it's 
it could recur from a childhood a childhood wound. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it can be what is the other one called a generational curse, and not meaning a curse, it's just a generational thing. If you look at your family. You can see so many codependent relationships. If you look at your friends, if you look on Facebook, so many codependent relationships. And you need to know how to make the distinction of what is a healthy codependent relationship and what is not a healthy codependent relationship. What are healthy codependent tactics where there's areas where you should be codependent at. I'm not saying that you need to just be independent um, like Webby. That doesn't work for a woman. I don't care. She is independent because she wants to be. Believe it. Not by choice. Um, <laughs> but, um, and it's not a good thing. So, as women, we do want another another half that we can be dependent on in certain situations. So, like I said, we want to be able to distinct healthy from non-healthy. And what we're really focusing on is the toxic part of codependency and how to break that. And like I said, once again, just how to break that is finding your own independence. The tricky thing is finding your own independence without shutting out and excluding other people. Um, that's the tricky part because a lot of people won't understand your need for independence. They might think it, you just need space or something's wrong with them. And it's not, and that just all goes back into being able to communicate and that person being able to receive the communication um, and not just see it for what they want to see it for. So, guys, um, that's about it on this topic. I hope you will enjoy it. Um, it's about codependency. So everybody get out there and work on breaking those codependency habits.